Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a podcast about all things geek. We're talking superheroes, but specifically our favorite superhero video games. Please, though, if you haven't done it already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. So we have a first here on Let Me Know How It Is. This is our first video game episode, but specifically we're talking superhero video games. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. I'm Tommy Smithereens. I'm Clifton. All right, so not a whole lot of parameters on this one, just any video game with a superhero in it. Past or present, home system, arcade, doesn't matter. So let's talk about it. I was talking with Tommy about this earlier. We were talking about what we were going to talk about video game-wise. And we started talking about your basics. I think maybe the earliest video game that I can remember was a uh, a game for the Atari 2600. That's how far back it goes for me. Was the old uh, Spider-Man, it's like a tower game where you just fight the Green Goblin. And basically yeah. you're, uh, you know, you remember this, Tommy, right? Yeah, I definitely remember that. It was, <laughs> we literally had to uh, uh, web up diagonally up this like pixel building in order to stop the goblin while he drops bombs on you yes and and the building was like stupid high like it, it had no <laughs> clear structure to it it's just <laughs> you just i knew you guys would lose me but i didn't think you would lose me this fast yeah, i don't even remember this one <laughs> well the funny thing is there's a there's a live action tommy do you remember the live action commercial for it it was activision right yes it was yeah good point yes it definitely was activision so you have like a live action like cackling goblin and then Spider-Man, and then it would go into this this pixelated, uh, very pixelated super. It was almost like if you're instead of being like a building, it was almost like you're fighting them on like a, a electrical tower. Yes. Or, yes. Right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And you would web up diagonally, and then you try to dodge the bombs against the top, and then it would reset and start all over again. That was the entire game. Like Donkey Kong. Kind sort of. of. Sort okay. of. Donkey Kong kind was of. more structured, but the the tower was kind of so closer to the end of the building like yeah you literally have to shoot webs like diagonally and like and it would like uh uh he would like uh rock back and forth if you wanted to leave the, <laughs> the red painted yeah right and then there'll be little people out of the windows that would try and mess with you too the other thing was you could easily run out of web fluid and not be able to climb yes okay yes <laughs> and you'd fall to your death yeah you just fall like wouldn't yeah. clang, like all the, the idea of him being a wall crawler was out the window for whatever reason yes what year was this game was this like at the end of the atari 2600 cycle probably uh, came out in 82 man really was it that long yeah. ago yeah man it was that long ago man wow wow yeah <laughs> it was, it was, if, you, if you ever played it's like what i mean I, I guess they try to get the gist of it, but it's not like he could web bombs or anything it was literally him just trying to reached the top it was like king of the hill type of video game right yeah 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 (laughs) all right fair enough i i i would never have guessed that atari would have been on here but you know i should have known better (laughs) sure (laughs) no i I didn't even know i didn't this is the first i've ever heard of this game so um i'm trying to think about how i want to go about it do i want to start with my favorite or do i want to build up to my favorite okay just have a bunch of like Honorary mentions. What's the first one you remember since we're already going back in time here? <laughs> the first one I remember uh, was probably the Ninja Turtles game for Nintendo. Right. The first one that was impossible. 
Right. I remember um, getting stuck in the underwater level. Wasn't there like an underwater level? Yeah, there was. Yeah, that was level. level two. I was good at the underwater level. I could beat that. I was the one that everybody passed the controller to for that. But um, <laughs> um, I'll do a shout out to our engineer who uh, he and I actually beat the game, but we had to tag team this game uh, many, many, many times. I could do the water level. He couldn't, but there was a jump in the turtle van level I could never make, and he did it on his first try. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh yeah, we've beat it. We've beaten it a few times, but uh, right. yeah, that's probably that was my first one. I would say, and I remember there was an X Men game for the NES, uh, and my brother was looking forward to it, and then he found out that it was all like top view the whole time, and he was like, "Ah, it's garbage. I'm not gonna pick it up." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I w- but looking it up real quick, I-, I was wrong. It's not Activision, Tommy. It's Parker Brothers. Those are Parker Brothers. But yeah, Parker Brothers. <laughs> well, Parker Brothers made this game. That's how long ago that was. Jeez. Yeah, when they were the top dog of video game industry, I guess. Yes. Did anyone ever play with for the, was it for Super Nintendo? Everyone ever play uh, Spider Man and the X Men game? Of course. Hang on, let's get to that though. Let, let right. let's let let Clifton and Tommy do their first of ones course. also. Of course. And then and then we'll and then we'll move on. Very good. And I'm trying to think. I think first one I remember Oni might be the the same as as Zach the Turtles one on NES original. Do you remember the cover for that? The cover was was a was an actual comic book from the Mirage series. It was like they all had red, right? They all had the red bandanas, which was like that was my first like introduction to the fact that they all wore red at one point. I was like, <laughs> right. I was like, why they're all dressed like Raphael? This is weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Somebody messed up. Yeah. Tommy, what about you? Yeah, um, I played uh, tons of home versions of superhero video games. But for some reason, the one that comes to my memory that I have the strongest memory of seeing first was that one um, stand-up Superman game in which you fought, like, robots. And, like, like it's hard to explain. Well, it kind of sort of reminded me of the scene in Superman 3 in which... Um, the, uh, there's a computer version of Superman that's shooting missiles at him. Okay. Uh, I don't know if anybody can remember. No, but this, this, this doesn't sound familiar at all. What system? It, nah, it wasn't even the system. It wasn't the home system. It was a coin op in which you could play Superman and you would like fly through the area. It, you didn't even fight Luthor. It was like robots and then you could have other people join in, but it wouldn't be Superman. It would be like color variations of Superman. Almost one of those like <laughs> Captain Marvel. Uh-oh. Really? Yeah, sounds man. familiar. It, but, yeah, well, that makes sense for one story. If you're gonna do like the Superman Blue and Superman Red story <laughs> right. from Silver Age, oh, it was. But I guess beyond that, it was definitely way before <laughs> that. But it, that's the one I clearly remember because you just had Superman flying over. I mean, you you could just basically pummel uh, like uh, asteroids or robots or missiles, and then when the, at the end of the level, it do that 3D effect where he flies into the background and just goes up a building or something. Yeah, I remember that one. It sounds familiar too, but I don't. I don't. It's one of those like I, I see it, but I don't remember enough about it. No, I was too young to actually know what it was at the particular time, but I remember it being a coin op game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> but um, okay, but okay, so that's the first ones out of the way. All right, so Frank, you brought up. Did you say Spider Man and X Men for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, it was. It was Spider Man and the X Men, and you you played. You fought. Um, I think it was arcade. It was Spider Man and X Men. Arcade's Revenge. That's it. Remember? Right? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yep. Because basically, you fought. It was. It was. You were, didn't. You didn't get to play with them all together. You had individual levels, right? That would. If I remember that correctly. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it opened up, you had to be Spider-Man first. Right. Right? It opened up with, like, a Spider-Man level where you had to, like, like find these, uh, I don't even know what they were. I mean, they, they were kind of like bombs. They were like these blinking boxes. Uh-huh. And, you had to, and you had to collect all of those. And then once you did that, like, the story mode started, and then, like, you found that the X-Men were captured, and Spider-Man, like... I guess rescued them or could <laughs> yes. rescue them. Like, could. and then, and then it was, it was very like arcade. It like had like death traps, like games set up for everybody. So it was Cyclops. Who were the other characters? Gambit? No. Yeah. Cyclops, Gambit, Storm, Wolverine, and then Spider-Man had some more levels after that also. Okay. I never finished that game. No, me neither. It was stupid hard. Yeah, it was. <laughs> me neither, yeah. It was really hard. I remember that one. I remember I got it for Christmas one year and I played it. Same thing was I was, I was excited to get it, got it, played it, played it, played it. And finally, in frustration, I quit because I just couldn't beat it. I think everybody had two levels. So, like, I beat the first Spider-Man, le- like, like, you know, once you could pick whoever you wanted, I beat the first Spider-Man level there. Right. And the first Wolverine level and the second Wolverine level, he fights Juggernaut. Yeah. Right. And like that, that was as far as I got. Didn't he just... <laughs> Because I would, I would play get to that level too, and he would just run you over. And there's nothing you could do. Yep. Yeah. 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 I remember that yep, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. No. And you remember, and you remember how dumb the storm levels were. I don't like why in God's name they thought of making the game that way. Where like everybody else, it was it was a side scroller thing. Right. For right. whatever reason, for storm, you were swimming. Mm-hmm. You're swimming, and That's your life right. bar was was her air. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. It was, it was could so fly. disappointing. Yes, because she spends so much time in the water. She's an aquatic <laughs> character, so that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. remember that game. The game was, just, like I said, it was one of those, it was just a game of, now that I think more about it, it's getting mad because it's just a game that was so frustrating. Yeah, no, it was, it was super <laughs> frustrating. That game was really hard. Yeah. Really, really hard. Absolutely. I can picture the box art for that one, but I never played it much. I didn't have a Super Nintendo myself, so I was just whatever my friends had I could play. Right. And that one I did not play that very much. Well, I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys right now too that like my my video game era like stopped after N64. So I I'm I have nothing on my <laughs> list after that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm All just right. saying that right now. So it's a frozen um, it's a frozen moment in time. Oh yeah. 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 We've got a we've got a research note on Tommy's Superman pick. It was the 1988 Superman arcade game made by Taito. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Once you see it, you'll you'll remember exactly when you see it. But like, oh, really? And it'll be like vague memory flash when you when you look at it. But it's it it, it basically was a a, a side scrolling Superman flying beat him up. Again, okay. I just made the each your quarters, so there's no end in sight. You know? <laughs> gotcha. All right, so where do we want to go next? Because I got a lot of X Men on my notes, and I got some Spider Man on my notes. I don't know what you guys have. So, well, I mean, most most of you to mention, I'm probably gonna be able to chime in on um, whether it's coin op or whether it's homebird and stuff. So go ahead. All right, so uh, so for X Men games for me though, the one that I really liked on Super Nintendo was X Men Mutant Apocalypse. That was the one that Capcom developed. And it started off like similarly to Spider-Man and X-Men where you had to beat each X-Men's individual level first before you can commence. Okay. But then like after that, like it didn't matter who you picked. You played the same level until the last one when they kind of did it again with the Magneto level. But so you could pick Wolverine, Gambit, Cyclops, 
Beast and Psylocke. Okay. Was on there. Do you remember this one? Kind of. What system was it for? This was Super Nintendo. So this this one um this one had like a lot of cool bad guys in this one because after you did the individual levels where like three of them fought like sentinels. Mm-hmm. And, and like the first level was like all Genosha, like everybody had like a different point of Genosha that they were doing. And then after right. that, there was like a brood level. And then there hmm. was like you fought like Tusk and then you fought Apocalypse and then there was an Omega Red and a yeah. Juggernaut. I think I remember. And then at one point, there's one area which was like these mini puck like villains or versions or clones of them. Was that in it too? Like these diminutive things that look like puck from Alpha Flight. You remember? Uh, close, close. Yeah. So, OK, so they did they did um like the same game engine they did later, like right before super nintendo wrapped up they did like a marvel superheroes okay called, yeah, called war one. of the gems and that okay. one had wolverine spider-man hulk captain america and iron man and like wolverine looked like top to bottom exactly the same that he looked like in <laughs> mutant apocalypse like same moves everything but yeah but you fought like evil doppelgangers of like sasquatch and puck and daredevil and yeah so that was a cool game too but what i liked about this game this X-Men game was that like you could use your mutant power whenever you wanted, but it was like, it was like, um, a button. Well, of course it, <laughs> it, was, it was like a button mashup that you had. It was like street fighter. So you had to do like, you had to do like the Hadouken to like do the optic blast for Cyclops and stuff. So mm. I thought that that was cool. It wasn't just a, like a special move you could do three times and then you were out <laughs> to level yeah. down. No, cause I was going to say, but I was going to save it, but I guess I'll get into it now. You I can. mean, anybody, let's talk about the X-Men for Sega Genesis. <laughs> we remember this one who played this one for the sega genesis yeah i never had a sega genesis so no i didn't play this one i don't think yeah it's another blind spot of mine i didn't own the console so i just played whatever my friends oh, had wow. and i don't think i played this one is it is the combination one with spider-man and arcade or a different one no this is a different one this okay. this is an x-men solo game that came out for sega genesis i'm surprised <laughs> no, no, really no, I, i'm, I'm no, the only one i that- know no, no, no. I, I remember this. I okay. remember exactly. That was a good one. That was a, that very was a good, good one. one. Are you that kidding me? I've one. never been so disappointed in my life. <laughs> no, compared to the other junk that's coming along. <laughs> Jeez. To me, it, that was a decent one. The one that I thought was better was the um, when Capcom got the license. Yeah, yeah. When they had the, the fight em ups. But no, I remember you talking about. I like that one. That one was not I bad. I hated the Genesis one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why. Okay. Go ahead. I've never been so disappointed in my life. That commercial came on, and I'm watching that commercial, and I'm seeing Gambit and Nightcrawler and Cyclops and Wolverine <laughs> and Iceman and Jean Grey and Rogue and Archangel, and I'm like, holy crap, you could pick so many of these people. And their shots were like, you got like three or four of them on the screen at the same time. And it was like, it was like the mythical, like, oh, they made like a four player X-Men game. Right. In case, like, yeah. <laughs> in case anybody knew that kid that had like the weird, like four player adapter thing. Yes. Which I, I never that. did, but I liked the option of it. Cause we were all like, why don't they make more games four player? This would be really cool. And then, and then, so like, like my, my cousin got the game and then I played it and I was like, what the hell is this? I'm like, only Gambit, Nightcrawler, Cyclops, and Wolverine are playable. Everybody else are like characters you can call in to help. Yeah, they come like, in and do the screen and leave. I'm like, this is stupid. I wanted to play as Rogue so yeah. bad. Nope. She just come in and punch it and fly away. Yeah. She punched somebody and then like Archangel would like would like 
fly across the screen three times and shoot like his little like like darts from his wings. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is so stupid. Yeah, and then right. so that was another one where you couldn't use your mutant power as much as you wanted because you nope. had a mutant power bar. Yep. So you yep. could only use it limitedly, which oh man, this is bringing me back. Which Wolverine's <laughs> claws like were part of the mutant power bar. Yeah. <laughs> right? So Wolverine just went yes. around punching, punching things. people. <laughs> yes. And to make matters worse, if you use the claws too much for Wolverine, they had built in like a design thing where like to simulate him going on like a berserker rage, if you use the mutant power too much for Wolverine, like the computer would just take over. And yeah. like would just yeah. go nuts and like and like you would like, like fall in the pits and stuff like that. Uh, I'm like, this is oh my god, that made that game made me so mad. That sounds like the the game that was for for Nintendo Entertainment, which was just Wolverine. Anyone ever play that one? I played that for one. just regular Nintendo. Just yeah, 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 regular Nintendo. I did not play that one. No, I never played that one. That one you could play as Wolverine, right? And you could like kick and jump and do stuff, and then you could pop your claws. But every time you popped your claws, it would cause you to lose energy. Like it would slow you down. Like it would basically be like you're you're hurting yourself by using your claws, <laughs> but but. You would, you know, you would fight guys, right, Tommy? And then you would get to a certain point where you'd, you'd take out so many enemies, you'd just go berserker, right? you just go berserker range, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> flip out. Just, yeah, <laughs> you just flip out, yeah. I recall just that start, mess. It just start, you know, just going on a rampage. And then you could have, like, but it, it was, you could, same sort of thing where you could call in people. You, it was Jubilee and Havoc and Psylocke, right? I can't remember the additional characters, but it'd be, yeah, it'd be but, characters closer to um, Wolverine. But they used, um, they they used for the for like you know it wasn't like it wasn't like mouth moved or anything it was just like a picture of their artwork and like a, something that represented them but the artwork was wasn't it Jim Lee's artwork? I want to say yeah. I'm trying to think of Jubilee, Jubilee was in there because now I still got uh, Zach's imagery of <laughs> X Men's Genesis stuck in my head. I'm trying to transition over to Wolverine, right? Because the reason why I like Zach's game so much is because they had you fought Mojo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask if Mojo yeah. was in that one. Yeah, if you, if you oh didn't get God. frustrated and stop playing by <laughs> like I did. No, 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 it was a struggle. If, if you like Wolverine, you, you, you had to cry that day because they made him the weakest character. So I see, a, I see a note about the Mojo world in the Genesis game saying that there was a game mechanic where you had to manually reset the game to move on to the next level yeah. from Mojo world. <laughs> yeah, oh. it cheated. Yeah, it was some kind of like, <laughs> if you knew the character mess, it was, it was Dude, you had to cheat in order to uh, get far in that game. That's how obscure, that's how terrible the game was. But no, I the reason why I, you're right, Zach. It, it was stupid hard in, in, <laughs> in looking back at it. But I was proud because I put in the time and cried the tears and, and and fumbled through that crap. Yeah, no, rightfully so. But I'm trying to think <laughs> with Frank's game. God, the main villains were were Magneto and Sabretooth. They even had on the cover. It's either Silvestri or it's Jim Lee, Wolverine leaping. And then it's got mm-hmm. it's got something that says, oh, here it is. I found it. It says, in an X-Men mega battle versus his arch nemesis, Sabretooth. And LGN was the company that made it. Huh. It says, you can bring out his legendary powerful claws with a push of the select button, but every time the claws are used, his energy is depleted. So then he would have to consume <laughs> food and beverages like hamburgers and soft drinks in order to get his energy back. <laughs> Yeah, God. who needs a healing factor when you have burgers and fries and a, and a drink waiting for yeah. you? Yeah, exactly. so he's like Jughead. 
Exactly. Yes. <laughs> he he did have a healing factor in in the Spider-Man X-Men game, and he did have one in the Genesis game. Right. I do yeah. remember that. I do. I remember, especially in the Spider-Man X-Men game, if you if you pulled your claws in, mm-hmm. you could you could use the healing factor to a point. Like there was there was like a threshold it wouldn't cross. Right. But you just had to like stand still for a little while. <laughs> Well, that's like L- LGN also, and like they had, the other uh, video game around the same time was they had a Silver Surfer game too. Mm, no, I don't remember this one. I don't remember that one at all. Never played that one. No, it's around like 1990, and it's it's, it's almost like playing um, like Xevious, one of those type games where you're basically scrolling up and down, and you're basically like shooter. Yeah, like a shooter, but you're you know flying on the surfboard and you're moving around, and you can move up and down on the screen, and it's and things are coming at you uh, vertically. Instead of yeah. horizontal, oh, like Galaga. Uh, it looks like Zaxxon from ColecoVision. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just found yeah. a video of it. Yes. Huh. But okay. It, but I remember it was one of the first games I had a code for that basically put you in God mode, and that's how I beat it. Ah, and there <laughs> nice. <it is. laughs> yeah. Oh, codes. I remember. Yes. Those. Uh, yes. Yeah. I feel like you needed something like that for most of those um, superhero video games because they just made them excruciatingly hard. Right. Yeah, some of them were did get like re- X Men Mutant Apocalypse. I could beat pretty pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And then I, that was when I remember also like if you beat it on hard, you got like some extra stuff at the end for the ending. Like you oh, saw wow. like because mm-hmm. the last level was like Magneto on like um Avalon. They called it. It was an asteroid M. They called it Avalon. Okay. Uh, and then like you saw the Blackbird come and pick you up essentially. And then you get to see, you got to see like Bishop and rogue and gene gray and jubilee and stuff like that which was cool none of them were playable which would have been awesome but uh <laughs> they can wave at you but it was cool to see to see like the design in the game gotcha. i did like also i as much as i didn't like the sega genesis one i did like the second x-men game they made on genesis and i feel like that one they corrected like all the problems with the first one where they had a lot more playable characters. You could use like Psylocke and Beast and stuff like that. And and um and they even had like Magneto as a playable character after like level three. Hmm. This was called X-Men 2 Clone Wars. And this was like a fun one for me and my cousin because what we liked about it, it was one of those side scrollers, but it was a rare one where it wasn't always moving to the right. There were occasions where like you would have to like move like up and like to the left and like the thing you were trying to get to was like going backwards and stuff like that. And I thought that was cool because so many of them are like just you start on the left and you're always moving left to right, left to right, left to right. Right. So, yeah. So I wanted to give that game a little love because I know everybody kind of forgot about it. But the one I'm sure <laughs> everybody remembers is let's get into the arcade game then. Well, I had one more before we got to that, which was kind of cool that I thought because we've been talking a lot about Marvel games. Yeah. Okay. One game that I thought was pretty cool for. Um, I liked it was for the Super for Super Nintendo was um, Justice League Task Force. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that gets so hard for me. I remember that game. I mean, it was just an early. I mean, it was just an early fighting game. Yeah, and you could play with with the league, which I thought was cool. I mean, it, it wasn't like you know. I mean, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Arrow, Aquaman, Aquaman. That's right. I was trying to remember who else mm-hmm. was in that game because I was like, there wasn't a Green Lantern, right? No, no not in that game, right? And then there was um, on the villain side, it was like Cheetah. And Despero, which I thought was a, an odd choice yeah. even then. And then Darkseid, that was the main villain. Yeah. But still, long before you get to like Injustice 2 or any of those type, or uh, even like DC versus Mortal Kombat, 
you get a lot. That's like one of your first early fighting games for DC characters. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was a really fun one. I liked. I remember being puzzled by the villains. And I'm like, there's no Lex, there's no Joker. Right. What? Yeah, I think a lot of it was basically licensing stuff at that time. Like they were licensed out to other things. Okay. I think I don't. I don't know for sure if that's the case, but even then, I same thing. I wondered like why there wasn't more. I mean, she is a pretty mainstream Wonder Woman villain, obviously. Right. But she was in Super Friends. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I mean, Darkseid, you know, was known, but not like not like he is now, I guess. Right. But still, wasn't um Green Arrow in that too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you you could freeze people with a freeze arrow. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I vaguely remember. Yep. <laughs> no, it was a fun game. I remember. I always wanted them to make a second one and kind of like and kind of uh, up the roster a bit, even though, like, I really wasn't a DC person then. Right. You know, I was a Batman guy. That one came out in 95, it says here. Yeah, there there was talk of, like, it's you know, I remember at one point there was talk of a sequel with uh, Martian Manhunter, and I looked at an article that said uh, Fire as well. Oh, wow. Okay. And then they were going to include the villain. Again, this is a weird, like, like, a weird deep dive. Everyone ever heard of the villain called Shrapnel? No, no. Okay, <laughs> he's basically—I mean—he's basically a dude made of metal scraps that blows himself up and hurls shrapnel, and then reforms <laughs> back into a big metal, <laughs> a metal guy. That's you know, I think he first appears in like uh, uh, early or mid '80s Doom Patrol, right before Morrison takes over. Okay, but again, it, it was a, even I thought like, what a weird choice for a fighting game. You're just going to blow up and then wait for him to reform. Is yeah. that how that works? I <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> so. But yeah, that that one I liked a whole lot for 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 basically playing like a Nintendo or Super Nintendo. I think there was so much potential for fighting games that that I just I don't know that many developers took advantage of that as much. Because oh, I've been mm-hmm. wanting a DC fight like so I, I'd said in a previous episode where like I would make like toy lists growing up, but I would also make right. like video game lists and like so many of them were like fighting games of like I wanted like a G.I. Joe fighting game and a Transformers fighting game ah. and stuff like that. And everything. And I still as much as I like Marvel superheroes uh, and stuff like that or Marvel versus Capcom, I always wanted like, can you just make like a bigger Marvel game instead of having Mega yeah. Man and all these other characters like, you know, like, can sure. I have Iron Man in here instead? <laughs> sure. You know, and it was the same with like Mortal Kombat in DC. The thing yeah. to me was always, I was like, I was like, well, I feel like the DC people just want to get rid of all the Mortal Kombat characters and have more DC characters. And I feel like the Mortal Kombat well, fans like hate the fact that DC's in there. Well, I think it depends on the character. Like, I know for a fact, like when the first Injustice came around, I was definitely didn't want, didn't need a slot to be taken by a Mortal Kombat character. I'd much rather have been another DC character. I think they do a much better job with the second one mm-hmm. with the fact that like, for example, Raiden is a character that you can play obviously Mortal Kombat, but by putting a different skin on it, you can play as Black Lightning. Okay. I don't mind when they do that. And they did the same thing for um for uh, Sub Zero. Same thing you put a different skin on him, he's Captain Cold or Mr. Freeze. Okay. That's that's cool, I guess. I mean it, it's efficient. Yeah. You know what I think is a better idea? Mm-hmm. Just make a big DC fighting game. <laughs> and make and make Mortal Kombat six or whatever they're up to. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, Nether Realms did the um the game, so that's why it came out right. as such. I mean, I trust me, all of us felt the same way when it dropped, but I think that was their caveat for throwing in. What I found it weird was when they included like Hellboy, 
and um <laughs> and, and the turtles in 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 that in injustice too in yeah. which they just used that as a jump off platform for anybody was could spawn throw in, in there too there was talk of him gonna be in it but instead they folded him into like he's in the current mortal Kombat. okay whatever <laughs> yeah I <know. laughs> whatever i guess well but again in the current mortal Kombat, like in the down the downloadable character stuff it's supposed to be spawn and joker yes and then Spawn came up in Soul Calibur a long time okay. ago, but uh, right. that I mean, again, that's them throwing a, a random character in a in a fighting game that you didn't come to expect, right? Yeah, but Spawn did have a um, a video game in um, Dreamcast a while back, mm. in which they did his whole roster. I mean, you had everybody in that Violator, all just anybody who could fight in that game was there. They that was a fighting a, game. Yeah, it was a great one at that. Oh no, I don't. I remember the Super Nintendo Spawn game, but I don't remember the Dreamcast one. Oh no, the Dreamcast one was great. It it had it basically had the whole uh, McFarlane universe from Spawn on that thing. Yeah, huge overkill. Doc. Yeah, overkill was in there too. Yeah, <laughs> or oh, overkill. Excuse me. <laughs> but the one I, I going a little bit further back. Did any of you guys you played that um, the Adventures of Batman and Robin on the um, Super Nintendo? Yeah, one of my favorites. Yes. Based on the, the TV show? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Looked like oh, yeah. the TV that, that show. Was perfect. That was the other yes. part. Like, That's a good one. Really, I really cool game. looking game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that game. It's a mm-hmm. good one. Yeah, I like that one a whole lot, too. I completely forgot about that one when you're talking yeah. about it. That one I played, and then it's also the one that was, is it, what's the character they brought in that they created just for the video game? Oh, um, Sun Tzu or whatever. Yes, that. Oh, yeah. that was like for the GameCube. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I never played yeah. that one. Yeah, that one wasn't bad either. Okay. No, like I said, bad. I was after N sixty four, so I was out. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was decent. It's not a terrible game. It's just not great. So, Zach, did you ever play the N um, NES um, eighty nine Batman version? I did. I did. I wasn't very good at that one. I like. I didn't hit my like video game peak until super nintendo but like i remember the 89 one where like batman was like purple yes yes <laughs> but it was like the movie batman yeah yeah what I, I remember what was cool about that is the wall jump yes yes yeah i like the fact that he could change through his like his belt like he used a batarang or a gun or or, or something <laughs> some like laser show to white people out in an instant but if you if if you get the opportunity on switch People do speed runs, and that game is so hard. You'd be surprised at how short it is, but yeah. it was so hard it made it seem I never longer. S- I never saw that game beyond like level two. Oh yeah, nah. you know. But what I liked about the Adventures of Batman and Robin on Super Nintendo was that like it it kind of took things that was cool about that game, like you could do the wall jump in Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. um, and you could like you could like scale walls and stuff and like hang off of edges and things like that, which I always thought was cool, like. Like, I remember when my neighbor, like, rented Prince of Persia, and I went over there, and, like, I was blown away by, like, what? You can hang off of things? This mm-hmm. is crazy. Like, you know, so I was enthralled any time that, like, a game implemented that stuff. But the one thing that was funny about that Batman and Robin was, like, Batman seemed to be, like, running against the wind always. I mean, it's Kate. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but, like, I remember he moved. He moved very slowly. Like it, like it just running across the screen, mm-hmm. like all the other characters like went so much faster than he did, but he was, 
He was a little slow <laughs> moving along. But I mean, they had the same thing too. We're like, you can go through the utility belt and use, you know, explosives and have like, you know, your knockout spray. So it's just like a normal character inventory in another game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you had to like, you had to make sure that you selected like the gas mask to bring it okay, for the, right. for the scarecrow yes. episode. And there was a, yep. there was a museum level where that had like, like mindset. So you needed uh, your flashlight for that one. It was cool. Yeah. Isn't there a Riddler level too? Yeah. 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 It's yes. the maze. That's it. The Minotaur. Level. Yeah. It's the maze level. And then, and then the second part of that is like, it's it's like a maze that's kind of like a virtual reality, so they sort of morphed the two episodes together for uh, that one. We're like, you know, you know, the second one, we're like, you know, you're you're on the chessboard, yes, and you're yeah, fighting like one. the chess pieces and stuff, yeah. And there was a Batmobile level in there too. Yeah, there was you a chased Batmobile after Two Faces car. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorites. The Genesis one was also a little bit different, also very hard. But what was fun about that one was that like it was two player at the same time. So like somebody could be Robin, okay. you know, which was, you know, another thing like for the Super Nintendo one. I'm like, I don't know why you guys didn't think of this. <laughs> Couldn't sure. make that work. Hmm. I'm seeing some notes from our engineer. Okay. About the Genesis Batman and Robin and the Super Nintendo version that were released a year apart and were basically completely different games. In that one adapted yep. episodes hmm. from the animated series, and the other just had all new story, right? Involving Mister Freeze. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, Genesis, Genesis, Super Ten will do that all the time. Like same video games. Like you would have what the Lion King or Aladdin, both games, but will play spectacularly different, but just slightly similar. It was weird. <laughs> like you think you're getting the same game, but the mechanics play differently on one system than the other. Almost felt like right. it was a different game altogether. I remember that for the uh, Adventures of Batman and yeah. Superman. Yeah. They did that too often. Yeah, which, I mean, at the time, I remember it being a little differently. I remember that most games as a kid tended to be kind of the same from console to console. But now that I'm older, looking back at it, like, they switched it up where you had a different game with the same title much more often than I realized. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, they were both really fun. So where do we want to go next? Do we want to do our X-Men arcade game or do we want to do a couple other home console ones? Because because I still I still haven't brought up my favorite one yet. All right, so I'll get into it because my favorite of all time is obviously a Batman game, but not my favorite. Really? Not my favorite movie. Really? Though. Is Batman? Yeah. So Look, I'm surprised. Wow. Bat- Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah. Batman Returns for the okay. Super Nintendo is my favorite video game. My favorite superhero video <laughs> game of all time. I wow. remember that one. Yeah, that was one. That was another one of those side scroller like beat 'em ups. Yep. Um, okay. and the story for me here is like my cousin would come down and stay with us for the summer, and his birthday was over the summer, so he would always get like okay. a video game for his birthday, and he was always like thinking really hard like all summer, like what game, what game should he get with like his birthday money that we could both play? And so we go to Toys R Us, and that Batman Returns game just came out. And that was when they had like the display set up where like some kid could like play the Super Nintendo that was behind like, like, you know, the bubble. You right. know what I mean? And we're watching <laughs> okay. this kid yeah. play Batman Returns and he was like, I don't know if I want to get this. It's not a two player game. And we saw like all the different ways you could beat criminals up. Right. Because like you could jump mm-hmm. kick people, you could cape sweep them, you could use the grappling hook and like swing and hit them and stuff. And then and then at one point he's the guy that was playing is walking and he picks up one of the guys. <laughs> 
and he throws the dude like into a window and the window breaks. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and we were like, holy crap. Okay, we're buying it. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> what more do you need? Yep. No, really, really fun yeah. game. Yeah, it was kind of like Bad Dudes or one of those type games. Yeah, it was like Streets of Rage. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but with Batman. Yep. So it made it that much better. I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And the graphics are really good. And he was, and like the character was big. It wasn't like a small character, right? Like he took up a big chunk yep. of the screen and stuff. And they, and they did like the, they, they did like the kind of the three quarters length where you could like move up and down the street, right? Yeah. You know, but then there okay. were other levels where it would be completely profile and then you would have to duck. And they would like mix yeah. it up a little bit like that. I remember. Yeah. And it was a Batmobile level for that, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah but like the back like the background's really cool too because you could see like because the movie was set at christmas time like you'd see like all the christmas stuff from the, the movie i mean they did a really good job with the, the, the look of it too yeah yeah and that was also like and there were weird ones where um occasionally you would come across a game where like the guy the guy you're fighting you would see the the health bar the bad guys you were fighting but they weren't bosses this was like right. the, this was like the clowns from the red triangle gang that you were just like beating up people in the street you could see how much energy they had yes yeah okay. so it was kind of mm. like so you knew like when when not to use your special attacks and stuff like that because you're like okay i can i can you know roundhouse kick this guy <laughs> and yeah. he's over and no oh <laughs> man no it's my favorite game absolutely my favorite one. game it's a good choice yeah very good choice i, I forgot about that actually i was gonna, didn't even doesn't even recreate the bit with the woman the, the girl on the roof with penguin yeah the ice princess yes. yeah yeah and there's also oh, yeah. they also recreate the the clown that's holding Selena Kyle hostage before she's Catwoman. Yep, absolutely. And you couldn't beat him the same way, but you could shoot the grappling hook into the wall behind him and pull the chunk of the wall out and hit him as the first move. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was just surprised about uh, Zach's choice. I would thought he went with the coin op from Konami as far as superheroes go. Well, Konami did do this game though. Yes. Yeah, did they, they really? did do this game. Yeah, they did. Oh wow! No, they were probably on point that period of time because I was when I think about uh probably the best is the um uh, when I went to play video games and I'd pour quarters into it endlessly was Turtles man jeez yeah mm-hmm. the fact that you could put all all four of them at the same mm-hmm. time yep it didn't it didn't, care, it didn't matter if like we did the special move that could knock back four of them and take down their life <laughs> we still did it just to, just to see the ending to see how far we yep. get man I beat that in an arcade once with. For other people and other people wow. giving us quarters to finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just because they wanted to see it happen. Yeah. Like at an amusement park. Clifton, do you guys stay in touch? Do you guys get together and <laughs> relive that moment? <laughs> relive that moment? Yeah. yeah. I should. I should contact them all. <laughs> you and the rest of the Newsboy Legion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I played that for the first time on Nintendo because that was what they did Ninja Turtles 2 as. It was yes. Ninja Turtles yes. 2, the arcade game, and and mm-hmm. like so that was my first time playing it. Man, that's yeah, that's one of my favorite games of all time too. I love that game. Yeah, yeah, that is the ultimate oh classic. Oh my gosh! But there was a lot of them like that though too. I think, and it was like yeah, there was did, Turtles in Time that. that was there was like a follow up to that. Yep, that came out on Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and then again, weirdly, like a di- like same game but different. It, there was a Genesis version called um, Hyperstone Heist. Hmm. You remember this one? That I had never played. This 
this one, like I remember loving the box art for this. So we'll we'll post the box art on the on let me know how it is.com so you guys can see it. I remember, but this was like a weird amalgam of the arcade game and Turtles in Time and like kind of its own thing. And I remember I was doing a sleepover with my cousins, which I'm saying a lot <laughs> over this episode. But <laughs> right. like, but yeah, I mean, that uh, was that was big part of my video game time was like me and my cousins and stuff like that. And you know, we were spending the weekend at my other, my second cousin's house, and we all like pick games to rent and stuff like that. And I got Hyperstone Heist, and we had already played like all the turtle games that had come out by that point. And so this one like smelled unoriginal because we knew just looking at the level, we were like, oh, this is like the level in this game and that game. But looking at it, but like looking back at it, it was kind of neat that it was sort of like a, like a like a greatest hits album almost. I only played it that one time. So like, that's why my memory's a little short on it because we just played it that weekend. Really. And I never touched it after that. Cool. Yeah. I'm seeing it was a 1992 release right before Christmas was also produced by uh, Konami. Okay. Yeah. I remember Konami did Konami, Konami did an X-Men version of the game where you can be Nightcrawler, Cyclops. Um, was it Colossus? The arcade game. Yeah. Where side school. Yeah. yeah where you, I was, was it children of the Adam or whatever. No, Children of the Atom was the fighting game. This was just this was just X Men the arcade game. Okay, yeah, which was the one based on the Pride of the X Men animated yes. pilot. Yes, which is why mm. Dazzler appears on the uh, on the side of the arcade machine. Yep. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, she was playable too. Dazzler and Storm were the two female X Men you could be. I love Pride of the X Men. Okay, I love Pride <laughs> of the X Men too. I love that game. But we can't I, detour I, too much into the episode. So the, the game was good. <laughs> right. Game was so great. And right. I had like I had moments where like camaraderie would build with strangers. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I <laughs> like my story for that is is we were vacationing in Myrtle Beach and they all took us to like the arcade, which for anybody right. listening who doesn't know, an arcade was uh, a giant room <laughs> filled with video game cabinets that you could play. You could put quarters in. Yes, you missed out, children. Yeah, you, I know. You definitely missed out. I know. Um, it sounds like heaven <laughs> to them right it now. Is. But like, yeah. So this X Men game had like six possible players, right? And so I, I'm playing it. I'm Wolverine, and my cousin's, you know, over there, he's Cyclops or something like that. And then like these other guys like show up, and and they're Storm and Nightcrawler and everything like that. And we're and we're getting like really far into the game, and right. um. And basically, like, I use my last quarter and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm out. And then the dude, the stranger next to me who I've never met before is like, no, no, no. He's like, we're going all the way. And he like reaches into his quarter. <laughs> he reaches into his pocket and pulls out like a wad of quarters and just throw and it like drops them on the on the console. And he's like, go ahead. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we're finishing it. Let's go. <laughs> wow. And then he was like, did he say anything about meeting you in a van later? <laughs> No, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> okay. Jeez. okay, good. good. He comes over good. every year for Thanksgiving, but no. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I was about to say, uh, or go to Dave and Buster's because that's where most kids go to see video games now. Yeah, Dave and Buster's is about all there is now. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes, but but in our day, you didn't play for tickets; you played for glory. Yeah, yes, exactly. indeed. <laughs> no tickets to be had that time. No, it was not about tickets. Plus, it was skee ball, and that was it. Oh, oh. that was a great game, though. <laughs> so did, did anyone ever play again in like like myrtle beach or ocean city or any of those type places did you ever play the the side scrolling um avengers captain america and the avengers game yeah yes yes i was gonna bring that one Where up was, too because i thought people forgot about that one 
No, that's a great one. Yeah, that's a really good one. It's like the Red Skulls put together all these villains, and then you can choose between Cap or Iron Man or Hawkeye or Vision. Yep, Vision in the white costume. Yeah, it's it's West Coast Avengers Vision, basically. Which I thought was an odd choice for the video game, but it's what they went with. And they said their names really weirdly, deeply when when you picked them out. Like every time you lost a life and came back, (laughs) it was always like Captain America. (laughs) That's right. Which sounds a lot like Bane now. (laughs) Yes. But some of the villains you could go up against were, let me see, where is it? It is... Crossbones. I remember Crossbones. Yeah, definitely Crossbones. Claw. Mm -hmm. Living Laser. Whirlwind. Grim Reaper. Ultron, right? Yeah, the Mandarin and Juggernaut. Oh wow, the Mandarin was in that game. Yeah, damn. But I think it's I think it's not the traditional. It's the one the blue costume one from around the time of uh, when uh, Psylocke comes back from in X Men, the Jim Lee stuff. I think the armored one after the Siege Perilous. Yeah, yes, that's around that time. Okay. The only thing that comes to mind with that was you guys ever played the Punisher Nick Fury game? Spider Man. No, I I remember ads for this on comic books though. Yeah, it was a side. Punisher and Nick Fury. Oh, I yeah. think I know this one. You just basically shoot your way through everything. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But also similar to the one that the the Captain America and the Avengers four player game was. Anyone ever played Spider Man the video game? It was an arcade game too. That I've never played. Spider Man the arcade in game. It, yeah, in it you can choose between being Spider Man, Black Cat. Hawkeye or Namor? Oh no, I remember this game. I, I, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Namor seems kind of out of nowhere in that lineup. It is a little yeah. weird, but it's one of the, like in the same thing where you you can basically fight. It's all I mean, it's all in Spider Man's universe, but you're basically fighting Venom, Kingpin, Doctor Octopus, Electro, Lizard, Scorpion, Sandman, Green Goblin, and Hobgoblin. Jeez. And then you face Doctor Doom in the end. <laughs> I don't remember Jeez. this at all. But it was an arcade game, and this is also that um. It was a fit. It was said the video game was on Sega's Sega System 32. 32X, you mean? That hmm. must be it. Yeah, yeah. But I remember playing it in, in again in, in you know in one of these arcades that you speak of, where <laughs> where you played it. It was a stand up game, side scroller, and you could basically choose between the four of them. And then I've ne- only seen it that one time and never saw it again. That's the same sound cool as hell. That's great. <laughs> no, I, I remember Maximum Carnage. That was the Spider-Man game I remember right mm. from my day. Which, again, the sequel I thought was a little bit more fun because I was a two-player at the same time. So, so you could be Spider-Man and, and your buddy could be Venom. Right. As you're punching your way through crooks on the street and stuff. Mm. But what, did that one, Zach, did that have... I can't remember. I was trying to remember what I was thinking about today. Did that one have codes? That you could get back to where you were, or was it saves? Like it was, I can't remember where it was in video game technology. Do you remember? So I remember then there were passwords, basically. So like every time you beat an episode, you had to have like, or you beat a level, you had to have like a pad and paper with you to jot down the (laughs) password so you can you can move on. The olden days. Again, children, at this point in video game technology, there was no such thing as I'm gonna put the game on pause and go for a walk and then come back 20 minutes later and then play the game. Not to mention the fact there wasn't saves, right? (laughs) Some of them did. Like, I remember Mario World had saves and stuff like that. But it took a while to get you know, there. But it, it took like a it was, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to pause the game and turn off your TV uh-huh. so it wouldn't burn the screen and you would go outside <laughs> and play and then come back and then you pick up where you left off. Right. 
And hope your mom didn't turn it off or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or throw away the piece of paper. You yelled, you know, I got the game. Pause, mom. Don't yeah. touch the TV in my room. Or whatever. Right. Well, then like another another game that wasn't a four player, but I thought was really good was um, I enjoyed playing was, again, getting back to fighting games was the Marvel superheroes game. The one that was yeah. loose, the basically loosely based on Infinity Gauntlet. Yep. Yes. 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 Yeah, and that was the one that was because Children of the Atom came first. And that right. one, I was waiting for Super Nintendo to have a version of that. And that was kind of like when Super Nintendo was on its way out. And it ended up coming out for like the Sega Saturn. Right. When that was a thing. You remember that? But they did like an all X-Men fighting game first. Mm. It had like a Sentinel that you could pick that took up like the whole screen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, it was really. And you could be like, like Spiral was in there and stuff like right. that. And, but yeah, yeah. I, I remember the Marvel superheroes one then when, which opened up to like Spider-Man and you can have like gem powers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what evolved into uh Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Cap, apparently Capcom did the, the research and the reason why the character, I mean, some of the characters are, are, you know, no, no duh that they would have put Wolverine or Magneto or whatever, but, Apparently, from Children of the Atom, it was Wolverine, Juggernaut, Magneto, and Psylocke were the most popular, and that's why they made it into Marvel superheroes. Ah, uh, okay. So, I would have picked but, Gambit all day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, again, I like. I thought that game was really cool. I thought it was a really cool idea to try and you know make some kind of version of that long before we got to you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe or 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 Endgame or any of that stuff. You know, you had it there in that game, which which was pretty cool. Do you remember Tournament Fighters? Which one? The just, Turtles? The the Ninja Turtles fighting game? No. Yes. Another yes. one that had like a different <laughs> version. It had an NES version, a Super Nintendo, and a Genesis version. Mm-hmm. Right? And right. Super Nintendo won like the last the, the, the last guy was was Karai. It was like Rat King and Karai were the bosses, but it had Shredder as a playable character in the in the Super Nintendo version. In the right. Genesis version, though, I was jealous because you could you could pick Casey Jones playable. Mm. Casey Jones and April were playable in that one, right. but not on the Super Nintendo version. Tournament Fighters was also really really good. Oh, real quick, getting back to Marvel Super, one thing I really loved about it was the background when you finally fight Thanos. It had the background of like what was the fate of some of the characters when they all battled Thanos in the comic. Do you remember that? No, I never got that far. Tommy, do you remember? <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. But you would see like statues of like Thor and other characters in the background. And that's basically- yeah, they would be stuck in stone. It was from the, it was the scene when which um, well, like half the uh, the heroes were already stopped. Basically. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And I definitely remember that. And basically it's supposed to invoke the idea that you're the only hero left to fight him. Yes. Yes. Which was pretty cool. So again. That was great. That was awesome. Loved it. Yeah, that's what that's what gave us like hour long tournaments of Marvel vs. Capcom 2. We played that incessantly with we, we changed up the three man battles in order to beat each other. Right. Like we 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 spent days in, in, in talking mad smack between each other. My <laughs> brother used to cheat at, at double up Iron Man and War Machine because all it was was a damn color palette, but it was the same guy used twice. <laughs> right. And, and, and like, you know, scoured the screen by using both of them and maxing. Oh my gosh. And then at good measure, he'd do like Dr. Doom or it would just be insane mess that he would do. I think I got frustrated off of that crap. Was that one when you you could use teams in that one? Was that oh, right? Yeah. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, three man teams. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I remember that. I, my my friend had um, Marvel versus Capcom on the Dreamcast, and that was when you could have like like three man teams. Yes, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was weirdly good with Cable and Iceman. Yeah, Cable <laughs> is another. Yeah, cheat. yeah. Oh my god, Cable such a cheat. Jeez. Yeah, because he pull out a, a a gun that was like the size of a character. Yeah, <laughs> and annihilate the screen. It would give you a seizure watching it. Yeah, and you were jumping at the time he pulled it out. Jeez. I remember that game. And then kick you with his tiny feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then put your remains in one of his pouches. Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, man. So I have another beat-em-up game for Super Nintendo, obviously. And we should, we should probably talk about some of the more modern ones, too, because I know there's yeah, been Yeah, we haven't some... made it into this millennium yet. We haven't made it into... <laughs> yeah, we're just a bunch of old, old fogies talking, but, but I think this is a forgotten one. Okay. Um, Death of Superman. Yeah. An, another side-scroller beat-em-up and everything, but what was really cool about that, so you fought Doomsday in, like, level two with Superman, right. and then you would die... Right. Like you would beat yep. him and then he would get up and then you both would die. Like you right. couldn't you couldn't you couldn't avoid it. And then what happened was the other characters like Steel and the Eradicator and Superboy became playable for you. Mm-hmm. And I thought like that was why I didn't I didn't have it. Like I rented it a bunch of times for Blockbuster. It was really good. <laughs> right. No, I'm just glad with the Blockbuster reference. But yeah, I agree. It was a fun yeah. game. I enjoyed playing that one, too. Yeah, I wasn't a DC guy then. I wasn't a superhero guy. I wasn't a Superman guy yet then. But like, but that game, I thought was really really fun. And you could you could like kind of fly with him. Mm-hmm. Like you could walk around on the street and like fun punch guys, but you could still kind of like hover. I remember too. And like every every Superman had like different things they did well. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to throw Death of Superman out because I'm sure many people forgot about it. Did you ever play Superman sixty four, Frank? Oh, that's the one where you basically have that. It's basically based on the animated, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, is it the wait, is it the one that, that sucks or the one that's good? Because there's, there's a couple of Superman <laughs> animated ones that are actually one's supposed to be terrible. One's not. One's not. I, terrible. I think this is the terrible one. I never played the terrible one. OK, yeah, 64. 64 is the bad one. Okay. And then there's one where um, that's much better. It's like the on the PS. I think it's on the PlayStation 2. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. That one, okay. that one's pretty cool because you get there's a one part I remember particularly is you get in a fight with Parasite and Parasite's like, like half your powers, but it's a yes. it's it's a precursor to stuff where you can like pick up cars and throw it at each other, you know, while you're trying to battle using you use your heat vision and stuff. It's actually a pretty good game. It's not it's not a bad one at all. The, the one that's supposed to be awful that you can't get past the first screen. I've never played. I yeah, yeah I rent, I rented that one too, the Superman sixty four, and I was so excited for that game because I was a Superman fan at that point. Mm-hmm. And I remember like reading in like in like game magazines and like Game Pro, they were talking about like that like anything on the screen was going to be able to be a weapon. Like you could pick up parked cars and phone mm-hmm. booths and stuff like yeah. that. I was like, that sounds awesome. It sounds like sounds like a Justice League Unlimited fight. <laughs> right. And I just remember flying around only in that game. Like I don't remember a single bad guy I fought in that game. <laughs> I know that game's like really horribly reviewed today, but. I, yeah. Man, I was so excited for that one. <laughs> okay, so does anybody have a game that's come out in the last 10 years? Or 20. <laughs> we haven't made it to the last 20, 20 years. years yet. Sure. Or, or 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the Arkham series? You kidding me? That, okay. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty good. Those, those aren't yeah. bad. 
<laughs> Those aren't bad. You games. guys got to go into more detail for that because this is like, like I said, like I haven't played these games. I've watched people play them, but I haven't played them. You want to start with the first one? Yeah, go ahead. I know the first one is uh, great in just how it, it, it tears it. It almost feels claustrophobic when you go into Arkham, in which the different areas that you go into Arkham are like, it uses detective. Um, well, basically, it just uses Batman in every aspect that you, you can think of. Either he's trying to solve a puzzle or he's basically pummeling people. But the pummeling part I like because they separate from the game in which there's like, a, 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 what is it? Rounds of Joker criminals that come to just to beat you up. Yep. And what's nice about it is you have Mark Hamill doing the narration of it in which he's trying to taunt Batman while he's um, trying to beat up his um, henchmen. Right, right. Yeah, that, that, to me, that that makes it, that 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 alone gets your money for the game well, itself. Well, that, that and the it's fact stuff. that Kevin Conroy is Batman, too, doesn't hurt. That is, oh, no, no, not at all. It's the two of them doing the voice for the game, which is pretty great. And then, what's the next one? Arkham City? Yeah, where you actually can grapple through the city. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah, one that took the, the like the Grand Theft Auto kind of kind of thing. It made like the city like like completely like roamable, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that they, sounds awesome. It starts off the, the the great thing about it though, Zach, is you can start off. You start off as playing as Bruce Wayne. Right? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You play as Bruce. Oh Wayne yeah. Until for a little bit, the opening bit is Bruce Wayne. The, basically, the, the main villain is not giving anything away. The main villain is Hugo Strange, and Hugo Strange basically puts Gotham into lockdown and basically turns a chunk of Gotham or most of Gotham into Arkham City. And that's where, you know, all these roaming gangs of villains, as well as like different villains set up their different little fiefdoms around. And then um, he locks up prominent people, and one of them he locks up is Bruce Wayne. And then, of course, it's a great escape with, Bat- with Bruce Wayne getting to his Batman stuff. Yeah, which is cool as hell. Yeah. Huh. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great bit. How many of these did they make now? Um, three technically, Four. and then Origins, which is made is is sort of in the vein of the other games, but it's not it's not quite from the same. It's not the same developers, it's not the same studio. I can't remember for which one. Do you remember, Tommy? Yeah, it's not the same studio. Uh, Montreal Studios um, does it, I believe, in which they take the blueprint of what um, rocks is it Rocksteady? Yeah, Rocksteady, and they make their own game. I mean, they they make uh, I guess the the game that they wanted to make, but they do it with their studios, which is not as good as Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of glitching and complaining with uh, Arkham Origins. Okay, is that the one with the Arkham Knight? That's the fourth one, the, right? That's the fourth one. Okay, the fourth yeah. one is like, and that's the one that was made by the mm-hmm. the the good developer, right? Right. Yeah, Rocksteady. Okay. As much as people don't, you know, don't. Like discount origins, there's a pretty cool point in it, like when you're counting the Joker's origin that you play as Red Hood in the Red Hood costume. Yes. That's pretty nice, right? <laughs> it's very nice. But one, what I was going to say about the one of the things I like about these games, along with the fact that you have Kevin Conroy and, and you have uh, Mark Hamill, you do get the opportunity to like, to instead of just being, you know, you can, you can unlock different costumes and stuff. So at one point, if you want to play as the blue and gray Jim Aparo Batman in this game, you can nice. do that. Um, or if you want to play like the Zurin R or like the Batman 66, you know, you're playing in this really grimy, realistic Gotham, but you're, you know, you're Adam West Batman <laughs> is, is fun. It's fun to do. Or, you know, and you could, oh, that was the other thing about Arkham, Arkham City was you could switch off, and play Catwoman in different parts too. Yes. That was so good. And one of the best things I think people have ever done with that game was they modded it so that they switched the mannerisms for Batman and Catwoman. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, cool. It, 
it's pretty it's pretty funny it's pretty it's pretty cool <laughs> to see just how you know when batman's prancing around like cat right so it's a good illustration of the male gaze yes <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah yeah it's pretty great when you see it inverted yes but um yeah arkham knight's great because like it does bring in the batmobile for the first time so you can do it there's a lot of cool missions you can do with that as well as a way to get around and you can launch yourself out of the bat what's one of the best things about it is you can launch yourself out of the batmobile and then glide to different parts of gotham city yeah, it saw him straight like 50 foot into the air, just gliding all around. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the comics are going to take that, too. I want. I hope Robert Pattinson has that scene. In- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I think overall it's a, they, they do a really good – one of the other things that I like about those is a lot of times people – there's a ton of Easter eggs, right, in those games. And uh, I remember reading that someone found in the first one, Arkham Asylum, plans for someone had for arkham city oh yes. really long long before there's you know anything mentioned in the in the in the game you know the game coming out well did didn't dini write both of these games he had a, uh i don't know if he wrote all of them did he write all of them tommy do you remember no no not all of them i think he wrote the first two though i think but they laid the groundwork for the for the next one in each one so right. I think the development for Arkham Knight took longer than expected. That's why they gave it to Montreal Studios to do Origins as, as to what they wanted to do, too. But uh, sorry, to, just to take it to another game real quick. We got to sure. mention Spider-Man, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man is just wow. Yeah, That's yeah. Spi- arguably the best Spider-Man game I've ever played on the PS4. Sure. I mean, it's yeah. one, by far. I mean, it's one of those other than, like you know, is. A long, a long time Spider-Man fan. Outside of the movies, it's definitely the best experience I've had as a Spider-Man fan in a really long time. Yes, interesting. Go more into that. Yeah. Well, they they just basically the story is really well told. The the, the voice acting is really good. They do a nice job of layering. You know, it's a reshuffle of stuff you've seen before, but even without getting to like your top top tier villains, it still tells a really compelling like Sinister Six story, wouldn't you say, Tommy? Oh yeah, definitely. And you think it's even done in a way that you get to see some characters that you're like, okay, well, I surely like it's almost like spectacular where you get to see a lot of characters. You're like, I know full well what this character is going to be, and you're surprised at how well they they retell that story, retell that origin of that character. Mm-hmm. Okay, the action's really cool. It's done. It, the action's very much. I remember seeing it. Tommy and I were discussing. We saw the 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 early stuff for it that it looks a lot like Arkham City or Arkham Knight or uh, Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. But it works. The movement and the flow, the fluidity of it, works so much better for for Spider Man than it does Batman. It makes a lot more sense, right? And then, and and they're actually like modeled off of like a real city, too. Like they yeah. actually like like most likely use real maps of New York instead of having to like build it completely, mm-hmm. like well, in the Batman the games. Like, I think we mentioned it when we talked about our, the the city episode of the podcast. There's a point where like you can go to Avengers Tower. You can go to um, Doctor Strange's house. Yes. Okay. You know, some Baxter building in there and stuff. And um, I don't think it is. Is it? The freedom uh, isn't the Freedom Force. Is the Freedom Force for Freedom's Plaza? I want to say yeah. Yeah, for I want to say Plaza yeah. Might hmm. be the one that's in there, but not the yeah. Baxter building. Not the Baxter but, building though. But yeah, there's definitely references to other parts of the Marvel universe. Um, there's like again lots of Easter eggs for Spider-Man stuff. You can switch out costumes and do like you know. Um, they had the movie costume, they had the Iron Spider, they had the Iron Spider from the movies, there's, uh, 
Did they have the paper bag on his head, Spider? Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> yeah. my next thing is like the paper bag, <laughs> nice. Spider Man from the symbiote story. But I mean, they don't even get to they don't even get to like the Goblin or Venom or Hobgoblin or any. I mean, there are big villains in it, but they, what I liked about it most was it's a story first, and I want to say it's uh who wrote it? I think it was Christos Gage is the one who's who's the one that did it. I can look that up real quick. Yeah, I believe he was involved. Okay, no. just to be real quick to be certain. But I think he's the one that did like a lot of heavy lifting on the story, and it's really it really is story forward, and then all the other stuff around it, and it's really really good. It is. Yeah, I watched a little bit sure. of it like on Twitch and stuff like that, and it looks amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. Like I, I think my coordination and my reflexes have slowed so much that I probably wouldn't be able to handle this for more than two minutes. <laughs> it's got some of the best. I would I would say this some of the best. Um, uh, cutscene fights I've had I've been play I've ever played in a, in a long quite some quite some time, and stuff that you'd have to do in the moment when you say Tommy. Oh, definitely, hands down. Uh, the cuts the cutscenes out how they incorporate people. So, I thought it was a really like for that kind of stuff. There's some scenes that that you just I was blown away with how cinematic they were and how well they work. Hmm. Huh. Maybe I'm wrong. It's not him. No, it's not him. I thought it was, but I guess it's not. Because again, when I look at it now, it's coming up, but it's not coming to those comic book people or people's name that I recognize. So, I see. I'm looking at another reference site, uh, Marvel Spider Man PS4. Fandom.com. Okay, and they list the three: John Paquette, Benjamin Arfman, Kelsey Beecham, and then right. they also list Christos Gage and Dan Slott, which would okay. make sense. Okay, so there's the two that I thought. I thought I knew it was Christos Gage, but I wasn't sure if it was. I couldn't remember if it was Dan Slott. But but I mean, deep dive wise for Spider Man, they get so much of it right, and they do so much, so much of it so well. So I, I can't wait to hear what they haven't announced a sequel, but I'm hoping they announce it sometime soon. No, no, a sequel's coming. Let's, let's oh be yeah, honest. no, I'm sure of it. I think I, I think this this game did really really well, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been I I've been so. I've been away from the video game you know world for a long time, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean when when this comes into into my world. And news stories about this game are in my news feed. Right. Like, I, I think it's gotten pretty big. I believe Sony did buy the studio that made the Spider-Man game. So now Sony owns that gaming studio. So there's definitely going to be a sequel. Like, okay. okay. Sony, I think, saw the, the value in them. I just remember also, like, I, I think it might have been on, like, PlayStation 2 or something. They did, like, a really cool Punisher game where it was, like, Sort of like like what we were talking about with the Superman, where like anything in the room, it's kind of like a weapon, and you can do all kinds of horrific things to the crooks mm-hmm. and criminals, like moving down the street and stuff like that. So, I play. I remember playing that game. That game was partially um, based on Ennis's run, the not the Marvel Knight stuff, not what's well, Marvel Knights, but not the um, the more. It was more the the, the early one, the early miniseries, the kind of cartoonish stuff where they first bring him back from when he when he's dead. Okay, yeah, like the Welcome Back Frank stuff and, and the stuff after that, not not when it went to Max. Right, because it's like Manucci and the, that, those stories. Okay. And like, I think the, the stuff with the, with the polar bear and all that stuff is in it, but it's not, it's definitely not the like the heavier stuff that comes later in Marvel, uh, the Max, the Mac, Marvel Max stuff. Okay. Okay, so really quick to wrap up, I mean, we talked about a lot of our favorites and everything. Is there a character out there that, we never got a chance to play in a video game that we would love to have seen a game made for, for them. Before we, I mean, well, we got a little bit of it in, um, 
in the Marvel superheroes game, I always thought it would be kind of cool if they had given us in the height of like infinity gauntlet, if they give us a Thanos game <laughs> and the idea of Thanos trying to collect the gems and then fighting heroes along the way, I thought would have been really cool, but we never got it. Obviously that would have been fun for me. Uh, uh, sorry uh, to go off what you said. Uh, there's a lot of speculation and hopefully, um, rumor behind the next Rocksteady game being instead of Batman, it was Suicide Squad. I would yeah, love to right. see oh, a really? Suicide I Squad. Heard that. I know that there's been Superman rumors for a long time. Yeah, I mean, that still could happen, but no one knows because it's been like five, six years since Arkham Knight that they have not produced the game. So everyone's waiting, uh, you know, just to see what they're going to yeah. produce next. Well, there was there was rumors about Superman. There's rumors about Justice League possibly being like a formation type game of like you play as different characters in different parts. And then I was going to say one of the things that that was in Arkham uh, Arkham Knight is a point where you play in his Batgirl and you see, isn't it in Starro who's you see Tommy? Yeah, they definitely tease it as to the next thing coming. So everybody thinks it's going to be a uh, Justice, Justice League, League. Um, type of centric game as opposed to Batman because in the Arkham series. You get you can play as Nightwing, you can play as Robin, you can play as right. Batgirl, you can play as Catwoman. So I think they've mined that as much as possible. Right. Hell, you can yeah. even play as uh, the Red Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you add Damien to it now and like Azrael. <laughs> Ace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Ace. <laughs> oh, because you could, that was right. Also, the other thing is in Arkham that you could play as Harley Quinn. Right. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you and, and, and a version of it, you can play as the Joker too. Yeah. But I think I think they did Azrael. They yeah, I think Azrael was a playable character. Did they do him really? Day. Yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. At this point I would expect Ace to be a playable character. <laughs> no Commissioner Gordon yet though, huh? Nobody's made him playable no. yet. <laughs> no Bullock. Okay, no Bullock. Oh, I would love Bullock. No Montoya. Oh. Clifton, you got one? I mean, I can't think of any characters that haven't had games or at least appeared in games at this point. Because I play the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game on Switch, which is just like oh, a yeah. huge cast of all playable characters that you just put together in little teams. And I mean, like, I love that one because you can make like, like every team you ever imagined there should have been. You can just make them a team in this game and start playing them. <laughs> That's what I love about yeah. it. But okay. like some characters that I don't think had any games outside of movie tie-ins or like Fantastic Four. And like I would have loved a Fantastic yeah. Four game just because like they're you know you can have them face any type of challenge in all sorts of worlds and and their powers are just so different and diverse. I think it would have been fun. They did have two games that tied into the Fox movies, but I never played okay. those, so I don't know how they work. I don't know. I mean, maybe they made one already, but I I'm trying to think if there's been any Flash video games out there. Um, there was, there was uh, recently within like last year or so, there was, um, a, a video released of almost, it was almost like someone took the flash and put him in, um, Grand Theft Auto. It was an open world flash game that was being developed that never got passed. Not in like with the ultraviolets or anything, but just along the lines of like central city. Okay. There was a flash game. You could play as flash or kid flash, but it never came to be. No, but that was exactly kind of the thing, like just from an engineering perspective, I would like to see kind of that open world where you can take him anywhere, but just see how it would work. I think, I think the game developers could make something really, really cool over there. And, um, you know, even though, you know, even though, um, there's been a ton of them and a lot of them have been my favorite games ever, I would love to see an open world Ninja Turtles game too. Sure. 
you know that would be cool with the skateboarding down the sewers yeah of course you can go into the sewers <laughs> you can go into like the statue of liberty the tcri building right you know the junkyard fight super shredder all that stuff yep. that'd be cool that warehouse where sam rockwell tries to give us <laughs> cigarettes in the first movie yeah where they're blasting <laughs> mc hammer <laughs> yeah oh i would love it i would love it i'm seeing there was a flash video game released in 1993 sega oh, master system it was only released in europe really oh wow no i never yeah. heard of that interesting okay all right so i guess that's it for video games then once again, I want to remind you guys to check out our website at letmenowhowitis.com where you can find all of our past episodes and also our episode notes section that contain links and examples of some of the things we reference in each episode. Also, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash letmenowhowitis and follow us on Twitter at our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I. That's it for this one. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>